come to this fourth session in the series, Overcomers Rising Above Our Challenges. And today we'll be looking at overcoming uh, challenging times or hard times in our life. We all weather storms, right? Uh, uh, hard times come into our life, whether it be a job loss, unemployment, uh, prodigal children, aging parents, depleted savings, medical expenses, a global pandemic like we're facing now, marriage challenges, at times uh, professional stalemates in our life. All these different things present, was, present us with hard times in our life. And how do we overcome hard times? Uh, where is God in our hard times? Uh, so in this session today, this lesson, we'll be exploring that by looking at the life of Joseph. We see what Joseph's uh, faith led him to an international leadership position and what would ultimately be the preservation of God's people. He's a great sto- uh, example in the scriptures of what it meant to overcome difficult circumstances in our life. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Joseph, of course, was betrayed by his family, his brothers particularly, uh, uh, abandoned by them. He was sold into slavery, and then he was sold to the Egyptians, uh, ultimately, and then he rose up in, uh, in Potiphar's household as a great administrator with his gifts of leadership, and and then he was uh, falsely accused of uh, making uh, sexual advances and even uh, alleged uh, rape of Potiphar's wife, was thrown into prison but uh, for almost 13 years, and but in prison, he, um, he his leadership ability, his excellence in terms of those gifts and skills, and his, his uh, constantly turning to the Lord, he rose to a level of being the top uh, person in the prison and ran the prison, and then now here he is back uh, in Pharaoh's court, uh, and uh, his gifts of interpretation of dreams, his gifts of leadership, his gifts of excellence, uh, all have God's favor on them, and now he's in this position uh, where he is called to lead uh, in, in a circumstance. So let's take a look at Joseph. Um, let's turn, first of all, to the Lord in prayer before we look at the scriptures today. So, so Lord, we thank you for uh, the example of Joseph, the story of Joseph, uh, the wonderful uh, way by which you showed your faithfulness to Joseph, you showed your favor to him, as he, in turn, was faithful to you. We thank you for his gifts of, ex- of excellence in terms of leadership and interpretation of dreams. And we pray, Lord, that uh, through Joseph, you would teach us how to overcome the challenges in our life, the hard times, just as you did with Joseph, show with us. And we pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. So we'll be looking at the scriptures of Genesis chapter 41, verses 28 through 36, and then verse 46 through 49. Uh, We'll be looking uh, primarily at those passages today. So, uh, so let's take a look uh, at the scripture. We won't read all of it for the sake of time, um, but uh, you know, we'll be looking at uh, bits and pieces of scripture, but I encourage you just to read it yourself uh, when you have a chance. It is just as I told Pharaoh, this is verse 28, God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt. After them, seven years of famine would take place, and all abundance in the land of Egypt will be forgotten. The famine will devastate the land. Okay, so Pharaoh has a dream, 
and uh, he really can't interpret the dream very well. So they call upon Joseph because reputation of his ability to interpret dreams uh, spreads throughout the, the uh, Egypt, and, uh, and so uh, he, they call in Joseph, and, and he interprets the dream. Um, and basically, it's about a time of great abundance, seven years of abundance, and it's, it's also a time of great famine, seven years of famine that follow one another. So the backstory to this a little bit is that Joseph, as you know, was thrown into prison, wrongly accused of, uh, of um, attacking Potiphar's wife. Uh, the, uh, he interprets uh, the, the dreams of Pharaoh's chief baker and cupbearer, but yet he remained forgotten in prison. And then uh, Pharaoh himself had some dreams, the, uh, and the cupbearer remembered Joseph at that point. Uh, jo- um, and as it turned out, uh, that they eventually got a hold of Joseph, and then, uh, and then he came and interpreted the dreams. Pharaoh's dreams involved two, uh, uh, a healthy uh, cow uh, followed by s- um, seven sickly cows. So there were seven healthy cows, seven sickly cows, and then there were seven healthy stalks of grain, followed by seven withered dry stalks. And so Joseph had been given the gift of interpretation of dreams, as well as the gift of leadership and administration. So under God's direction, then Joseph showed that these dreams point to seven years of abundance, followed by seven years of famine. So Joseph identified two challenges that Pharaoh was faced, how to make the best of prosperity, which was on the horizon, and then also how to deal with time adversity. Uh, In this case, it would have been famine uh, across the whole region. Uh, so, in order to avoid the destruction of Egyptian people, Pharaoh's people, what was Joseph supposed to do? So, you might say this was a, ultimately, this would go beyond just Egypt. This would, became a regional um, uh, famine that attacked the nations around in that particular region. So, we see, first of all, right from the start here, that God uses Joseph's Leadership abilities, administration, interpretation of gifts, or interpretation of dreams. And that's something to keep in mind for us. The Lord has given us uh, gifts, abilities. He does want us to use them. And as we use them, then we can expect his favor to be upon us to serve, not only uh, help ourselves, but to serve other people and to bring glory to the name of the Lord. So, uh, verse, picking up verse 33, so now let Pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man instead of marrying the land of Egypt. Well, Pharaoh didn't have to look too far because he saw it was Joseph was the wise man. So, uh, so he puts Joseph's in charge of all this. He's the overseer. Uh, and verse 35, let them gather all the excess of food from during these good years that are coming under Pharaoh's authority, store the grain in the cities so they may preserve it as food. The food will be a reserve for the land during the seven years of famine uh, that will take place in the land of Egypt. Then the country will not be wiped out by the famine. So Joseph, uh, verse 46, was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Joseph left Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout the land of Egypt. Uh, and so during those seven years of abundance, where the land was producing great harvests, Joseph gathered all the excess of the land and stored it in the cities. Um, and so... Uh, so again, we see where, in this case, we see, first of all, the first point I want to make here is that God is in the business of revealing himself and his plans to us. So God, out of love and care for the Egyptian people, 
out of love and care for Joseph, revealed what was to take place and also gave Joseph just the wisdom to know what to do with that. Now, if you remember before this, Pharaoh's Egyptians, um, I mean, Egyptian magicians and wise leaders of the land, they just really couldn't do anything with Pharaoh's vision. It took Joseph with the gift of interpretation of dreams uh, that was able to uh, bring forth the interpretation. So we see God reveals reveals himself and his plans to those that are turned to him, to those that call upon him. Joseph was such a man as that. is that uh, uh, Proverbs nineteen twenty one says many plans are in the hearts of a of a person, but the Lord's decree will prevail. So um, the Lord reveals His heart to those that seek Him and those who turn to Him. So, so that's point number one. I want to make, and then uh, let's take a look at the second point. Let's look at uh, Genesis chapter verses forty one through thirty six, thirty three through thirty six again looking at how Joseph is appointed. The second point I want to make here is that God is in the business of using people to accomplish his plans. Uh, you know, um, God used uh, Noah to build the ark. He used Abraham to start a people. Uh, God used uh, Moses to deliver a people out of the tyranny of Egypt at a certain point. He used Joshua to cross the promised land. He used David uh, to establish the lineage of the Messiah. He used Solomon to build the temple. You know, uh, God uses all kinds of people, and they all had varying degrees of um, giftedness, abilities, all various degrees of leadership, uh, all various degrees of holiness. Uh, Even a person like David committed adultery and uh, then followed up with murder, uh, some heinous uh, offenses against the Lord, but nonetheless was used by the Lord. Solomon uh, married foreign women to populate a small town and worship many false gods. He He had many wives, but yet... The Lord still used him. Peter denied Jesus three times, uh, but yet the Lord used him. Paul was responsible for the death of an untold number of of, uh, persecution of believers, but yet God used him. So the point I want to make is that God uses people to accomplish his plans, and people can be messy. We can be messy people. We have many uh, warts, and we have many bright spots. We have many... uh, weaknesses and uh, limitations, and we have many gifts and abilities. Uh, We are a mixed bag at times, and God doesn't seem to be offended by that, and so he uses us. Uh, And so uh, we see here that uh, point number two simply is that God uses people to accomplish plans, so he wants to use you to accomplish his plans in your life, and, and that will affect others, not just yourself. Okay, so let's turn now to chapter 41, and we want to look up at verses 46 through 49, particularly, and zero in on this. Uh, and these passages in particular speak uh, about the seven years of abundance and, and how Joseph handles that administrative uh, challenge that he was faced. So we see where he didn't waste any time. He inspected the entire land. Uh, and, you know, uh, Joseph was out among the people. In other words, he was ministering amongst the people. Uh, there's a story about uh, a friend, who, um, uh, a person who worked for Sam Walton, who was the founder of Walmart. And, uh, uh, and uh, Sam said to this person that he never led from the chair, which means that he was always out uh, amongst his various uh, stores and amongst the people. And, and that's what Joseph did. He was out amongst the people. 
he was uh, he was at hard work planning and storing, but he was also hard, at hard work uh, taking care, uh, looking at the people's needs and hearing what the people had to say. So we see Joseph did not lead from his chair. So the third point I want to make is that we can trust God's plan fully, no matter what the gravity of the situation is. Um, God has a plan. Uh, no matter what what this what this what the situation is, and we can certainly say this today with the coronavirus situation that we're facing. It's a pandemic, health challenges, a lot of untold suffering. Um, God does have a plan in the midst of this, but He reveals His plan to those that turn to Him. God has a plan for your life in this, and He will reveal His plan to you as you turn to Him and call out to Him. So uh, we see where the Joseph's uh, taking direction from the Lord, taking practical wisdom, combining both his own uh, logic and thinking and reasoning abilities along with his gifts of leadership and administration, and he begins to uh, systematically store and preserve that which uh, is, uh, um, will need it, need it for the people. So uh, the situation would ultimately get far worse than what any body in that area could imagine with the famine, as there was great starvation that would come throughout the entire area. So God directed Joseph uh, to a wise plan for the nation, uh, and Joseph worked out that plan. So uh, um, so it's important that, the, that uh, we understand that as the Lord has wisdom for us, we just need to call out to him. It reminds me of James chapter 1. The scripture says there, if anyone lacks wisdom, they can call, turn to the Lord and call to him, and he will give that wisdom as long as we don't waver uh, at, at all, as well as we don't have any doubt. So the three key points I want to make today, just in summary, then is very simply that God is in the business revealing himself and his plans even in the midst of hard times. Secondly, that he is in the business of using people to accomplish plans. No matter what the weaknesses or the warts are with those people, with us, he uses us. And thirdly, we can trust that God has plans. He has wisdom, no matter what the gravity of the situation is for our life. So uh, in your situations that you face personally, God wants to use your life, no matter what the circumstance is. Famines wipe out communities. Famines wipe out countries. Uh, um, and uh, the Lord, in his love for Egypt, and ultimately for the re- country, countries in that area, uh, raised up Joseph, a man who turned, called to him, and, and sought him, was faithful to him. And God used Joseph's gifts and abilities and, and skills and the gift of interpretation of dreams to raise him up to help a whole region and a whole nation. And so he wants to use you as well in the hard times that you face in your life. So let's pray. So, Lord, we thank you for uh, the life and example of Joseph, how you use us no matter what our weaknesses and uh, limitations are, you use us. We thank you for the gifts that you give us. Help us, Lord, not to take these gifts and abilities um, for granted, but help us to take them seriously in our life. Help them to use them wisely so we can serve your people and and it can be for the glory of your name. And we pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen.